right, man. We're here. Well, this is episode number three. Welcome back to Fat Dudes, Fat Foods. Mm-hmm. Make sure you spell it with a P and an H. <laughs> at. It ends with at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fat Dudes, Fat Foods, episode number three, resourcefulness. Jonathan Jones, my man from Smoke and Hope, is my co-host. Dude, excited for this episode. What's well, good, man? It's a beautiful day. We got sun. We got cool temperatures. Don't get much better than this. Beautiful. And we're recording this on uh, Fat Tuesday, so uh, you're going to be listening to it not on Fat Tuesday, but maybe next year's Fat Tuesday. All right, man. Let's get into this. Let's this is, uh, do it. Got to wrap this up. Uh, you're going to find us, <laughs> tapthateasy.com forward slash fat dudes, fat foods. Instagram is at fat dudes, fat foods. Don't forget the P-H-A-T. That's right. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jonathan. Well, let's, uh, let's get into this one, man. This is uh, resourcefulness, right? I feel through uh, our both of our adventures of, of entrepreneurship and, and the things that we've done, resourcefulness has been a cornerstone of all of that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, I wish that I had the money to, to pay somebody to do certain things, but unfortunately, I don't. I, I would say unfortunately, but fortunately, YouTube exists. So, uh, you know, you can you be go. self-taught with the assistance of others. Yeah. Some people call it YouTube uh, University, right? Yeah, dude. You <laughs> use a lot too, right? Yeah. I, I use uh, YouTube. Um, I read a lot of books too, but yeah. um, YouTube, TikTok, I use those for like inspiration. Sure. Um, that's one of the points I always like to tell folks too, just in regards to being resourceful is, you know, if I had, <clears throat> you know, if I had to rank them resources uh, in regards just to like things uh, you can learn from, I would definitely put books number one, right? Those okay. are coming from authors. People are putting their names on it. Um, it's a it's a really reputable uh, source versus YouTube. You know, anybody can throw up yeah. a YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> now there is some really good folks on YouTube and and, uh, and, and and learning resources, but. Like I always tell people, man, just take it with a grain of salt, you know, yeah. um, make sure that, you know, if they say they're cooking something at a certain temperature, when you try to cook it, if it doesn't come out the way you liked it, make a note just to yeah. make sure that you, you know, bring it back or, or, or pick up the temperatures. But yeah, there's, there's inspiration all over the place. There's, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a recipe online from like Martha Stewart or something, you know yeah. what I mean? And I flipped it. To just uh, to 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 make it more of a barbecue style dish, you know okay. what I mean. So put your own style yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. That that in its own is being resourceful, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. for sure, dude. Great, great intro into what resourcefulness <laughs> is, man. No, absolutely, dude. So uh, you know, because you know, when you start a business, uh, you you sometimes you have money to do it, right? Most of the time you don't, right? right. So you got to, you got to do the things yourself, right? And same thing with like, with entertaining is, is, you know, yeah, it'd be pretty sweet to have an Evo grill, but who has mm. 3,400 bucks to, you know, I tell you what I can do. I can throw a cast iron on something. And, <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, but uh, no, man, it, it's, it, and, and it can be fun at times too, right? You know, I, I peeked at your notes a little bit, you know, yeah, so like man, seasonings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, um, I, I tell people all the time, man, like, the less you have, the more you have to overcome things, right? Yeah. You have to become a lot more creative, right? So if you don't have the perfect barbecue grill or griddle top, you're going to have to learn how to, you're going to have to learn the basics of how those things work before you purchase the big money items, right? Sure. So let's just talk about like smokers because that's kind of my game. Um, you know, some of the high end, like, let's say Traeger, Oklahoma Droves, like some of the high end pellet grills. Those might be out of your price point, so you might have to start with something that's, you know, a kettle grill or 
you know, a small rinky-dink smoker yeah. um, just to get your feet wet. Sure. And because those lower-end products don't run as efficient as some of the higher-end products. <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't run as efficient, you then have to um, learn and fumble around, learn how, you know, heat works and fire and combustion rates of certain woods, right? Yeah. Um, versus, you know, as you come along and you start to kind of step your game up in different um, tools and, and grills and barbecues and things like that, they start to kind of do a lot of those things for you. They yeah. uh, they run, you know, they keep temperatures a lot um, uh, cons- a lot more consistent than, you know, your old school grill that you picked <laughs> up at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I definitely think um, there's, there's definitely a, there's a good part of being resourceful when it comes to learning how to cook and learning how to throw down in the back backyard because, dude, what happens if you're hosting this party and your pellet grill jams up or you got a uh, an auger issue? So now you can't even use it, and yeah. all you got is the first grill that you had before yeah. that. <laughs> Not the one that's in the back. You bet. There's weeds growing you out of it. You yeah. better know how to throw down on that thing, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're baking burgers, exactly. right? I did that last night, man. Either my trego you, went down. You, you ordering pizza, like, yeah. you got the backup plan. What happened on mm, yours? Man, my trigger, my I've had, I mean, my father-in-law's had it forever. He gave it to me maybe like eight years ago. Uh, and I, I think it's, I, I've never really replaced anything. It's mm-hmm. just kind of. I don't know what the hell's happening, man. There's a big pile of like charred like uh, pellets inside the the thing, and it makes a big like screaming sound. Like oh, that's like easy to fix. Is it? Yeah. All right. All right. One, cool. of, one of our episodes is going to be us going to Eric's house, pulling out his old trigger, restoring it, and fixing it. Let's do it, man. Boom. Let's do it. All right, we're gonna end this episode <laughs> right now. So just be resourceful, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know what, man? That brought up a good point. Like uh, I, I think a. a uh, key to resourcefulness that you don't really ever think about is knowing how to use the shit that you have, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not very resourceful to have, you know, be wasting whatever, right? right. It's the opposite of resourcefulness, right? Wastefulness. Uh, so I don't. I was going to go on a big. It, it's like there. a big thing. It's it's it's. There's a big difference, right? From high end restaurants and then like street fruit, street food you can get downtown out of yeah. a cart, right? Yep. If you're experiencing only the high end stuff, that stuff is great. But there's going to be that time or two where you go downtown in the nitty gritty. Yeah. And you're like, dude, this is this is bomb as hell. Like, yeah. this is flavorful. I like the little char thing they did on that. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Um, you have to overcome so many hurdles when you have less. It just makes you that much more of a beast when it comes to uh, whether it's hosting or cooking or whatever it may be, man. Yeah. 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 Well, so let's, let's start with uh, gadgets, right? Because, I mean, there's... I mean, there's whole channels on TV showing you that you need this fork that has like a, a prod <laughs> on it that cooks your meat in a minute, right? <laughs> everything you need it all, man. You need you know need everything. Now there's some good stuff out there, oh, and, yeah. and I want to mention some good stuff. But uh, you know, it, it's overwhelming when you have that many gadgets, right? Yeah, you, you almost you, you can, if if you're not careful, you can take the fun out of the whole cooking experience because you got too many gadgets. You're trying to charge this and. And charge that and replace this. And, you know, you're trying to carry 30 things out to the backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you really need all of them? But yeah. like you said, there are some really good ones that uh, that help benefit uh, what you're doing back there, man. What are some of your what are some of your favorites like that are like not because we talked about the, the essentials, you know, good set of tongs, you know, this and that. But oh, yeah. like, what are some of those kind of goofy uh, gadgets that you just I, love? The, the number one gadget, I, I really like the meter. Uh, the meter thermometer man that's okay. like that's a godsend um wait even, what is that a meter so th- so it's a bluetooth thermometer right? okay 
and pretty much it, it looks like a little pin. You yeah. can put it in, in the meat, and it'll Bluetooth to your phone. It'll tell you what the ambient temperature of your smoker or grill is, uh, as well as the internal temperature of your meat, too. Nice. So okay. if you're trying to make that perfect steak or that perfect you know, brisket or pork shoulder or whatever it may be, and you're trying to hit a specific temperature, yeah. you can really dial in. And, uh, and and hit those uh, hit those numbers, man. Where where being resourceful could could leave you a few steps behind, right? right. If you're if you're opening the grill using a little push thermometer and stuff like that, like yeah, I because do. because yeah, even even something as simple as that with a push thermometer, right? That takes more time. It's not they're not always an instant read, sure. and they're not always yeah. accounting for you know everything that's going on from yeah. you know if it's a windy day or if there's a lot of moisture in the air. <clears throat> If there's a lot of moisture in the air or moisture within the cooking chamber, like shit yeah. can get real funny yeah. real, <laughs> yeah. real, real quick, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those tools where you can use and I don't use it on every single piece of meat that I have on the pit, but I at least have it in one of, you know, if I'm doing 12 pork butts, I got yeah. it in one just to see, you know, where we're at. Yeah. Um, and even in having something like that, there's beauty in still knowing how. You know uh, how you like things done without having it, right? Sure. I know yeah, if I yeah. if I touch it a certain way or poke it with a toothpick or um, I use the hand test for my doneness of steak, I can still get by with those things, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know the you survivor, know. man. You're a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So for me, so that thermometer sounds great. I need to. I think I need to grab one of those because I have a I have a Bluetooth one that has like two different uh, like. Uh, wires that come out, and then you put the two probes in. Yeah, you know, so. I know what you're talking about. Uh, but uh, I, I could I could go for a better one. Actually, I don't have one. My my neighbor has one. Chris you has just one. I just borrowed all the time, <laughs> dude. I got it for for I think his birthday or Christmas, and then I'm like, hey, dude, can I borrow the thermometer? <laughs> borrow it, never give it back. <laughs> yeah, I always give it back, you know. But uh, yeah, well. Uh, so I'm trying to think of uh, okay. So with, with barbecue, um, one thing that I always wonder about is, and, and it looks so cool, are the claws, right? Oh, like, yeah. are the claws are those are those game changers, or they're just like you could just use two forks or your Bro, hands? You know I love you, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm about to give you an exclusive. Oh, I'm about to drop the bomb. Y'all don't need these claws, bro. Y'all don't need these claws. It's overkill. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I see. That's why I've never bought them. You know, yeah. The only time I would need claws is if it was like, if I was having a really good, a really hard time, you know, pulling the meat apart. Which is kind of contradictory to what it should be. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I know some. I know guys that swear by them. It's yeah. it's all love. I'm just saying, I get down with tongs, couple forks. That's yeah. all. That's all I've been needing. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just resourceful as fuck. Man. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I'm going to take, let's take it inside for, for a second when, uh, with, with gadgets. I, I say one of, cause I bought all kinds of gadgets, man. I bought the, you know, the, I bought the, uh, home, uh, cold brew kit, right. Okay, you know, to make yeah. up my own cold brew. Right. But I like strong cold brew. So I made like my first batch and it was like $15 worth of coffee. I'm like, dude, I'll just buy cold brew for, you know, so, so I've got that, you know, I've got all these other things, but, uh, two things that, that really changed the game for me were an automatic, uh, like chopper for like onions, peppers, like a dicer type of thing, just a boom. Ooh, I need one of those. Yeah. So our first job was McDonald's. You too, right? Yeah. 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 So do you remember the, 
said, no, McDonald's didn't have it. I worked somewhere that had a French. Oh, my grandma's restaurant growing up. She had them big, huge. Dude, this thing was like 40, 50 pounds. It was a big potato cutter, right? Stainless oh, you steel. Just dropped just, the hammer on it. Like, yeah. uh, they have it in and out. Um, so I wanted to find one of those. And that, that's still on my list is to get one of those, you know, a dicer potato, you know, French fry maker. Uh, but... I've got one that was like 20 bucks, and oh, I've had nice. it for like four or five years, man. I just, I mean, diced onions perfectly, peppers. So that's better than, to me, than having to dice it all, dice them all up. And then you end up with a bunch of little diced ones, and right. then like six strips. Exactly. <laughs> no, I feel you, Get that man. other side. Uh, so that's one for me that, that I love and, and continue to use. And another thing, too, is I got this magic egg maker thing so you basically can hard boil like six eggs at a time oh. takes like four or five minutes oh you can put it you can poach them you can do all kinds of stuff in this thing man yeah so uh that's killer man yeah, yeah speaking of in the kitchen too like another another one that i got i gotta mention while we're in the kitchen is a um it's the vitamix it's the hand mixer uh, oh the immersion uh, the immersion uh, mixer i use that thing for at least 60% of the uh, marinades that I make, um, even the small things like chimichurri, if I'm just trying to like, if I'm just trying to bang it out and I don't want to put it in the, the processor. Yeah. Smoothies, man. Uh, we blended up uh, margaritas for everybody. If you got the tall enough uh, pitcher or cups, man, you can yeah. do a lot with those things, man. I've, see, that was on the list. I took off hook claws or whatever you call them, right? I don't even remember the name <laughs> of them at this point. I don't, I don't need those claws. But I do need an immersion. Yeah, because that's, that's something that, uh, I mean, I, I guess if you're listening, you don't know what that is. It's basically just like a wand that goes into whatever you're mixing. And yeah, it's like, yeah, mixes it's, it from, it's a wand, a hand blender. I mean, I've seen people use them on the stoves too, right? Yeah. Where if you're trying to mash, uh, not mash up, but if you're trying to, um, you know, puree something. Sure. Um, gazpacho, like anything, man, yeah. it, it, it just tears through it. Um, nice. and you get to control the, the, the rate and the speed of, of the, uh, of the blender and all that good stuff, man. It's a nice tool to have. Nice, man. Nice. Anything else in the, cause we'll get, we're going to get into some other things. Uh, uh, don't cut corners on type of things, right? Oh yeah. You know, but, but any other gadgets that you, that you have? I mean, here's one thing I would, I'll like a, a good vegetable peeler. It's hard to find, man. Mm. I got one. We got like a rusty one in our. <laughs> that's that's the one we keep. We get a nice one with like a plastic candle and all this stuff, and it just doesn't do the same, man. I think it's hard to find a good vegetable peeler. That's solid, man. Yeah. I don't I don't peel vegetables, so you don't. <laughs> Shout out to my wife, babe. I love you for always peeling all the vegetables. And oh, I thought you meant you just. The- <laughs> Cutting everything up. I, I'm the worst at prep. <laughs> I thought you meant like you guys eat like skin on everything. Like nah. that sweet. I'm like, man, man, sweet potato skins. Those are, you know. Uh, all right, man. Well, okay. Don't cut corners, right, on, cut corners. on certain things. Uh, well, let's get to that after because I think we're, well, there's some more things we can, that you know, uh, we can be resourceful with. Um, as far as you mentioned before, uh, books, right? Oh, yeah. Over YouTube. Books over YouTube for sure, man, and that's just because I'm a firm believer of uh, of literature and just having a physical copy. I'm not trying to scrub back and forth on a video, trying to catch where I missed, you know, a certain piece of information. Um, and again, man, um, they're really good sources. People that uh, make these books, they're putting their name, their livelihood on the line. So a lot of times, they're going to make sure they bring the heat when yeah. they drop these and. Uh, just two books I want to mention that have been very uh, important to me and my growth in barbecue. It's definitely been Rodney Scott's uh, World of Barbecue. 
um, and Aaron Franklin from Franklin Barbecue, his um, barbecue manifesto, man. Those those are like if someone's starting out in barbecue or just wants to get good information on how to uh, up their game, I would definitely recommend like those two books. Okay. And then even to cross over to YouTube University, there's guys on there like Malcolm Reed, uh, man, Chud's Barbecue. There's so many guys out there. The the Mad Scientist. Uh, check those channels out. Those are great resources as well. So, yeah. Yeah, but books is always going to be like king for me when it comes yeah. to content and uh and just information that uh, that you need for this type of thing man yeah well you, you you've got a good point right because not only is it their livelihood on the line but it's like the publisher everybody involved with that project they're not going right. to get some jabroni right exactly. <laughs> they're like hey we need aaron franklin if we're gonna you know or whatever right i'm yeah. sure it's you know was aaron's when, idea when, but. when their goal is to be sold not only online but in barnes and nobles and have physical copies and uh, different versions of the physical copies. Yeah, you know they're coming with their best. Yeah. you know every time. So yeah, yeah. and they look cool too. Usually, yeah, right? yeah. man, you got your bookshelf. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can bookmark things. You could uh, take a picture of it and then head to the store, and you got the ingredients in a photo right there, man. It's yeah, like, it's easy money, dude. Dude, I I, I need to start reading uh, some of the barbecues. I I started reading a little bit of the beer stuff, but. Um, Man, my attention span's so weak, you know? <laughs> uh, so you're right, though. Like, with YouTube, uh, sometimes you just have a hard time finding exactly what it is that you're looking for. Right. Right? And then when, when you do find something that you're looking for, usually the best, I, I wouldn't say usually, but a lot of times I find the best stuff is, like, the worst quality. Mm. Right? You know? Yep. Like, how do I change this thing? You know, whatever. I guess, the you know, there's not exciting content in fridges. But I was going to say, <laughs> how do I fix my fridge? And it's just some dude, right? You know, and he's he's shown how to change the fan. Man, yeah, the, the, the 27-minute YouTube video yeah. of how to change the uh, the filtration thing, majigger, out of your refrigerator, man. Yeah. It's probably the most beneficial. That thing's going to live on forever. Oh, for sure. You ever come across them videos and they got like, they're like 15 years old? You're oh, like, yeah. Damn, I didn't know YouTube was around yeah, that long. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Somehow he's, it's on a Razor phone. He's recording it on, you know. <laughs> all right, man. So to wrap this thing up, uh, you know, it's all about resourcefulness, but uh, there's a time to be resourceful and a time not to be resourceful. You got to right? know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. That's right. <laughs> when do you, when, when, well, which one's off and which one's on? Uh, the left and the right. I don't know, man. <laughs> Eric been putting me on the spot all day, man. So, no. I'm like, all right, Jonathan, I need you to do an introduction real quick. What shit right now? Yeah. So, uh, what 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 are some of the things that that uh, you you don't cut corners on? Me personally, I don't cut corners on uh, fuel. And when I say fuel, I'm talking about um, charcoal, wood, briquettes, things like that. Okay. Um, I'm I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I don't cut corners on fuel. Um, I'm a firm believer about um, when it comes to smoking meat, you need quality wood. Like, that's that's where it all starts. That's okay. the basis of it. So I don't get my wood from Home Depot and Lowe's. And those are places that you can get them from. I'm just saying if you want to step your game up, don't cut corners on these things. So okay. I have a local dealer. Um, it, it is, it's awesome. She's She's like... She's got to be in her like seventies now. She yeah. still cut. She's still out there cutting wood and stuff, um, and she has all the good stuff that is not readily readily available in Arizona, right? Uh, okay. So in Arizona, we're known for having mesquite wood, and 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 using that for barbecue. But she has pecan and oak, which is really uh, big in Texas. Okay. She has uh, hickory, which has a nice like 
smoke profile to it. So definitely like wood, I don't cut corners on. Um, I don't like using, you know, some of the cheap store brand charcoals just because you rip open the bag, right? And you're supposed to only have charcoal up in there. If you look in the bag, though, you got bolts, rocks, like. (laughs) Bolts? Like, (laughs) like, how did this get in there? (laughs) And then, you know, you turn the bag over, you're trying to see where this is distributed by. And it just says Wally World. You know what I mean? I I was really waiting. I'm like, is that a real place? No, I wasn't trying to mess up the possible sponsorship so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't cut corners on my uh my fuel man okay that makes sense man because i mean you don't know i mean there's so much shit that could be in that wood right like mold and like all kind you know how long has it been sitting on the shelf yeah and you know some grocery stores they might put the you know the little wood chips or the wood chunks that might be sitting right next to cat litter yeah you know what oh, i mean yeah. like what, was this on the same truck <laughs> some of those bags got the little holes in them so that yeah. moisture can at least sca- escape but then that also welcomes the opportunity for random things to uh, fall in there too yeah, yeah so for you gotta sure. be real careful man pellets are pretty safe bet though right like you go i mean for the most part pellets are good man yeah i would say even even when it comes to pellets though and you don't know till you purchase them but there's some brands when you go to dump the pellets out They'll have a ton of, uh, um, like powder, like a residue. Yeah. Yeah, They'll they'll have a ton of that sawdust or whatever it might be. And, um, if you dump that into your pellet grill and it happens to rain that night or it's just super moist, uh, there's a high moisture level. What am I trying to say? Moist. It ain't super dry outside. Moist. (laughs) Moist. (laughs) I bet him he couldn't say moist five times in this episode. That could, that could, that could cause some issues, man. And a lot of people... They think their pellet grills are jacked up, and it's like, no, man, it, it's as important as making sure, you know, hey, man, last time I bought that one brand, there was a ton of dust in there, and that was when my auger jammed up or my grill wouldn't get up to temperature. So now, okay, I'm going to try a different brand, and if that brand, is, you know, you hit the mark with it every time, you stick with that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and it's, I, can, I can geek out about all this stuff, but the last thing I'll say about pellets, man, is there's some brands that are doing really cool things in the pellets, too. Like, okay. Um, Kingsford and, and Royal Oak and some of these other brands, they're starting to infuse flavors and things like that. So now, uh-huh. instead of just getting a wood pellet, you're getting a wood pellet mixed with garlic and onion, Ooh, like natural really? flavors getting in there. And that's a part of the cookout, the atmosphere, the smell in the yeah, air. Heck, yeah. It's, 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 it's wild, man, and it's awesome to see, too. Nice, man. Dude, I'm just trying to imagine, like, smoke. Because you, you can tell in your neighborhood when someone's throwing on a smoker, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I can just imagine the smell with the garlic added to that. Man. Ooh. All right, man. All right. We, uh, we, we need to jump into something. That, oh, before we jump into sauces, I, I love sauces and seasonings. But uh, knife, too, right? You don't cut corners oh, on a yeah, knife. Man. Right? I mean, I know you said, you. What, what, what's your knife called? <laughs> purple rain purple rain yes <laughs> i still haven't seen it i've heard stories but purple, uh, purple rain man uh you want to talk about like understanding the importance of your knife i've been always been using you know stuff i got from you know off of amazon and things like or that. yeah like man that. and you know oh man i spent you know i spent 30 dollars on this one it better be sharp <laughs> yeah. forever um, but that sharp but forever. purple rain um that was a custom-made uh, blade for me by Matt Vop, uh Customs, and um, this thing is going to stand the test of time. You yeah. know what I mean? It, yeah. It's one of those things where even you know family members and friends that come come over for cookouts and barbecues that we have, 
they even start calling it Purple Rain. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, when he breaks out Purple Rain, it's time to eat. You know what I mean? All so. the lights go down. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Game blouses. <laughs> Good. Good. Oh, man, that's a great one. Well, yeah, you know, I, I haven't upgraded quite that, to that level yet. Uh, you know, I did get it. I think I spent 40, 50 bucks on a knife. Nice. I, got a, I got a sharpener, you know, so uh, I think I got a sharpener every time I use it. But that's another, yeah. that's another part of resourcefulness, though. Yeah. If you know that the blade gets duller a lot faster, just sharpen it. Yeah. Good as new. I like to show, like, my kids that, like, I can be a badass. So I'll just sharpen. They'll be watching TV. I'm just sharpening a knife Sing. right in front of them. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, sauces, right? Mm-hmm. So, one thing, and, and I, I know that you probably uh, are a lot different than I am in this. Um, I've, I've tried to uh, make sauces, man. I, I've done a whole like day where I'm, I'm smoking a you know a pork shoulder and I'm doing all this stuff, and I've got you know coleslaw and all this, and I try to make my own sauce. I'm like, what the hell is this, man? This, gotcha. this tastes like pea with vinegar and sugar in it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for me. Um, I don't. I don't cut the corners on the, on the sauce anymore, right? I I know I love sweet baby rays. I, how does how does the barbecue world feel about sweet baby rays? So I'm I'm not your conventional. I'm not a pit master. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, yeah. We got we got to get that understood. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm gonna piss everybody off when I say sweet baby rays is okay, man. Like okay. that is the yeah. safest thing to go with. Sure. Like yeah. It's never let you down. Do they have these crazy over the top like um, you know blends and stuff? No, nah, but it definitely tastes better than some of the other Any shit. Any of my homemade stuff I've yeah. ever made. <laughs> Anything, yeah. I know a lot of guys that use Sweet Baby Rays as the base for their homemade, uh, uh, yeah, their yeah. quote-unquote homemade, you know, barbecue sauces and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. You know what? That's a, that's, I, I'm glad you said that because that's what I've kind of gotten into because I do like making sauces, right? I want to make something that's different. I want to make something that's unique. And, yeah, I love the maple brown sugar Sweet Baby Rays, right? Mm. But uh, I like to, you know, I like to blend shit, right? Mess around. So, dude, I got one that this is my favorite. Uh-oh. So, so I grew up uh, about an hour from Pittsburgh, right? I, I, I'm in Ohio, but you know, right on the border of Ohio, Pennsylvania. So, Pittsburgh was like the biggest yeah, influence. Throw a rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just found out the other day. I just looked. Uh, I grew up uh, about sixty miles away from Mac Miller. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Look so he's a you, Pittsburgh man. dude. I yeah. knew, I knew there was something there, man. Yeah. You don't remind me of Mac Miller. I look. But, I remind you too. No, you, you don't. Okay. But <laughs> but you got that vibe, man. I ju- that yeah. I see it. Yeah. I see it in how you how you put things together. Ah. The stride of your walk, man. It got, I like it that. got a little something, All something right. on it, man. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's funny you say that because when I, I I'm very. I think we talked about this before, but I'm very delayed on music, uh, especially pop music. So uh, I didn't really. I mean, I'd heard of Mac Miller, right? Okay. But I didn't really listen to his music until he passed away, right? I'm like, who is this dude, right? So you start, I find the Tiny Desk concert. And I'm like, dude, this, this dude's incredible. But something, di- something about him that I just knew was just like, this dude's something, you know, the, way, the lyrics and stuff that he was right. using. And, I mean, back there, and well, not to get too deep in this, but back there, you know, uh, you know drugs were bad, mm. you know, really bad, like ep- epidemic status. But uh, where are we going with this? <laughs> We're talking about sauces, sauces. <laughs> and how you came up. <laughs> Mac Miller, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We need to do a Mac Miller sauce. Mac Miller. Uh, Ooh, that might be hard to do, man. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably just cut all that out. No, I'm just kidding. We're leaving <laughs> all in, man. All of it. All right. So, Pittsburgh, right? So, Heinz ketchup to me is like people are like, oh, Hunts, this. I'm like, dude, don't like. 
So I did an episode with uh, Angel's Trumpet in downtown Phoenix, and they were like, there's a guy who brings in his own Heinz ketchup because we make our own homemade ketchup. But I love Heinz ketchup, right? And they have Heinz 57. They have Heinz has a mayo, right? So I combined the three of those, Mm. ketchup, Heinz 57, mayo. And then I put uh, a little bit of, I put Cajun seasoning in it, and then I add Chiltepine to make a little, yeah, dude, I call it Raging River, right? Because Pittsburgh's right on the river. Dude, so that's, so, that's so dope. I was yeah. just about to ask you if you named it. Oh, dude, that's I got a label right. and everything for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a blend, right? I'm not making my own ketchup. I'm not making my own. Dude, Heinz You're 57. making your own concoction. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. And that's another, th- that's another example of resourcefulness, right? Yeah. There's some sauces that you might pick up, right? Um, like a barbecue sauce. It might be a little too sweet for you. But you can cut it with some of those other items that you're adding in there. Maybe it's not spicy enough, so you can get yeah. into some of the spices, too, or the hot sauces. You can really, like, make your own, you know? Some yep. some sauces are too thick. Yeah. Some are too thin. Yeah. You can really play with them and come up with your own spin on a lot of these things, man. Yeah. Well, and I, sorry to keep looking ahead at your notes, man, but you, you have some good notes here. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I was never a good note taker in, back in college, but here we are. Here we are. Well, you're talking about reading the ingredients, right? There, there are little things that uh, – one thing that made the Raging River that I made uh, even better was my buddy Chris. Is, you know, he knows food. Like, he knows food very he's, – he's a great cook. You know, he works in, in the food industry. So he's like, dude, add a little bit of uh, apple cider vinegar to that. I'm mm. like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And like, just really, just a splash changed the whole. You know what I mean? So, yep. uh, so when you say read the ingredients on, on, what do you what do you mean by that? Yeah, you you gotta read the ingredients for multiple reasons, right? If there's food allergies or anything like that. Like my sure. wife's gluten free, so you, I and I would I, I I had no idea like how many products and things have gluten in them or yeah. bases that you know could still mess with gluten allergy. So, um, but not only that, also if there's, you know, let's say you go to a store and you see a season, a barbecue seasoning or a rub and this rub is like $19 for eight mm. ounces yeah. where you're like, dude, this is freaking expensive. Yeah. Turn that label over look at the ingredients. A lot of these ingredients have a lot of similarities and maybe they just change the ratios of, let's say garlic, garlic powder or paprika sure but a lot of them especially if it's barbecue influence you know the first the first few ingredients are all the same man sure. you got your brown sugar salt pepper paprika garlic powder like you know what i mean yeah. so even if you're looking at if you're saying hey man this is kind of pricey you could then say okay well, let me make my own or uh what i like to do is like i call them base layers right kind of similar to what we were talking about the sauces where i know if i need a salt um, I, I want salt content in a certain seasoning, um, and I know I want garlic too. I get garlic salt, right? Uh-huh. I get a good garlic salt, and then let's say I'm using it for beef where I want it to have a little more of a, a crust or a bark on the outside. I know that's coarse black pepper. That's your SPG, your salt, pepper, garlic. That's your right. basis. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then you can really get in um, and, and start fine-tuning and saying, you know what? I do like that spice blend. I'm going to just mix a little bit of that in here. Yeah. I, I got like four four or five just empty bottles i just shake random shit up in them just to test them out and then I, yep, yeah put them in my hand taste them a little bit oh that's pretty good start a piece of meat lightly you know lightly sprinkle it on there and if it's if it's killer then i really start you know oh man i'm using this yeah yeah i'm using this until it's gone yeah. <laughs> the only part that sucks is i don't take notes on that kind of stuff uh, so i'm like damn what i put in there <laughs> especially when everybody's like dude this is the best this is the best these are the best ribs you ever made i'm like 
shit, I can't. I'm not going to be able to recreate this. <laughs> Get them drunk. Make them forget exactly what they exactly, taste like. And then man. next time, remember those great ribs I had? There he is. What's up, buddy? What's good? <laughs> he's fucking Tyler from Kitsune. He's too cool for us. Kitsune. He's Kitsune. like a celebrity, man. I know. He is. Just kidding. He's not too cool for us. He's not as cool as us. Tyler, if you're listening to this, I love you, buddy. I ain't say nothing. Put that on a stack of Bibles. <laughs> no, John, he, Jonathan or uh, Tyler's awesome. Uh, he's working on getting his place opened on uh, Bell and Thirty Second Street. That's his dope, own, man. There's so, there's so yeah. many like cool places popping up in this area, man. Yeah, yep. where, And we've been needing them for a long time. You know how sure. it goes. You used to have to take a you know forty. 30, 40 minute car ride just to go to a cool brewery that yeah. has some that has some stuff going on, and now it's right in this you know this particular area is yeah. dope, man. I dig it too, man. I dig it. Uh, all right, man. Uh, seasonings. Uh, there's a couple little ones that I do. Uh, well, the I like this, the Cajun seasoning with a little bit of chiltepine in yeah. there, a little spice to it, a little more spice. A little game changer. Spice. Okay. Yeah, man. Did you ever had chiltepine? No, I'm, I, I, but I, I've see, I hear about it all the time, and I yeah. was actually planning on stealing it and probably making some content around it and pretending yeah. that it was my idea. So <laughs> I'm like, what? that sounds familiar. <laughs> Wait, what? No, it's really it's, so. It's it's uh, indigenous to the southwest. I think it's the only pepper that is. I could be wrong with that, but but it's it's really spicy at the beginning, and then it dies quick. It's it's a small one, right? Really small. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what you're talking really about. small ones. Uh, it just I don't know. Adds a little bit of southwest spice to it. Uh, yeah, my my father. This is crazy too. My father in law, he'll eat those just on the plate. Yeah. Like so, we'll serve a, we'll serve him food. And then he'll have like three of those, and he's just nibbling on them as he eats. And I'm just like, Dang. "This dude is a gangster." <laughs> yeah, dude, that's intense. That is intense. So, uh, I think we covered it all, man. I think we're, we'll, we'll cover stuff as we can go yeah. through, right? I think we. I think we've been really resourceful as fuck in this episode. Man. I think like, we have, I, even though it's the longest one by double. But <laughs> 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 how to be more resourceful in an episode? Nah, this was perfect, man. Uh, and I, and I, I, I'm sure that we'll share some of our uh, our little. I, I'm going to share the raging river. Uh, oh recipe yeah! At some oh time. yeah! We're going to have some fun. We're going to get we're going to get cooking. We're going to get yeah. out in the sun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Try some new things. Fumble around a little bit. And who knows, man? We might even stumble into greatness. Hey, you know what? <laughs> That's the goal, man. That's the goal. All right, buddy. People find us tap.az.com forward slash fat dudes fat foods. Don't forget the P. Don't forget the H. And all the rest of the stuff. Too. And all the other letters. Yeah, you can't just type <laughs> PH and it'll get you there. So, uh, <laughs> Balance? All right, buddy. Next episode. Really excited for this one. Uh, we're getting banger. into music. Getting into music. So, uh, all right, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.